All right, dear listener, welcome to Azure to the Core. We're on season two and we're on, uh, we're not in repeats, but we're bringing back a pretty, pretty awesome guest from season one. He was our inaugural guest. Shelly, who are we bringing back? Kevin Lopez, because he's so fantastic. Hello. Yeah. Don't call it a repeat. No. <laughs> it's not a repeat. It's not a he's rerun. He's a star guest. Star nope. Guest. We're not going to get back into his history of the 12 years he spent in that Turkish prison or anything crazy like that. Starting rumors about Kevin Lopez? No. no. That was your early career, hey, Kevin, right? Yeah, yeah. That was early on. I, I try to I try to move on from that. Well, now you're on the straight and narrow. I, I don't remember hearing that story about the Turkish prison, but... Um, right. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> But what are we talking about today? It was a crime of passion, leave it alone. Okay. Stop. Stop. Hello, everyone. So good to be back. Thank you for the kind welcome. I appreciate it. If it's Kevin, we're talking about networking and security and networking security. True. It's a NetSec. Yeah. Yeah. The backbone of everything. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm excited to talk about it. It's a, a, you know, foundational topic that has been near and dear to my heart for, for many, many years. It's more important than ever right now. And I mean, yeah. I don't think that it's ever been unimportant, but we are it's true. the, the yes. amount of things that are in the process of migrating and the amount of change that's happening in the industry with this whole AI and now generative AI thing. I, how could it possibly be more important? It's a classic and it's innovative at the same time. It's been lots of, of good things that um, our security folks are doing. And and we as a team started doing more combining with, because we have, you know, the networking side of, of the security and then also your migration side of security. So, you know, Defender for Servers, Defender for Storage, Defender for SQL, you know, all that, what are you going to do? And so what we're in the early stages of doing it's kind of pulling both of those conversations together, trying to simplify it, simplify the complex. There, there's always going to be plenty of of deep dives that you can get into and things that you know we can also offer. Um, but just kind of you know getting people started on, you know, you should think about all these things at once um, rather than you know part of it and then part of it later. Installing your migration, installing you know though your implementations. We've been talking about all the reasons lately of of thinking about security early too, right? At the beginning of the migration conversation. So yeah. Yeah. talk a little bit about that. What are some of the reasons why we would want to think about it first? You know, maybe the first conversation that we have. It, it really, it really is. And, you know, when we, I, I always made the analogy for a long time about um, the rooms in the house. And, you know, we talked a lot about, rooms in the house and building your house and thinking of, you know, your, your Azure migration and your in, in that sort of realm. And we always think of networking and security as that foundation. And so it's, it's super important. Like you just said, have those conversations early, you know, assess your current security posture, look at the compliance requirements, you know, as you're thinking about migration or you're thinking about, even just just extending your workload platform, you know, what what are you going to do? Are you moving, 
you did AVS first, are you going to do SAP? Um, it's really important to, to understand, you know, what your current state is and what risks you need, you know, identify any standards, any regulations, you know, all those sorts of things that you need. You know, is there GDPR or like, you know, something around around health if you're in healthcare or, you know, HIPAA, you know, different things. And the nice thing is that Azure has a lot of those tools to really help you to assess that, you know, to understand like you could use Azure Migrate, you can use, you know, Azure Security Center, you know, all these different tools that kind of help you with that. But that's the that's the first thing, sort of where am I? What do I need? And then, you know, you can get into like choosing the tools, right? What are the what's the strategy you want to go with? And you know, what's your approach? Is it is it migrate and modernize? Is it, you know, really kind of a transformational? Are you gonna do what, you know, we always used to refer to as like lift and shift? Um, and then what pieces are you going to need on that? You know, your security, your site, your, I'm sorry, your site recovery, your, you know, DevOps, like whatever those things, right? So those two, I think, are the the first two things, right? Assessing and choosing um, to help build in the help build the plan. And there's some common themes too, regardless of you know if you're in the financial industry or if you're a hospital, healthcare. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The, um, you know, and, and I would, I would be, I wouldn't be telling a full story if I didn't even say one of the biggest things that you have to do is look at your connectivity. So you mentioned, you know, kind of financial services and, and one of the, the big things that happened last year, um, and there was a ruling and I, I don't know the details on it, but I do know that it drove a lot of of the FinServe customers to look at at Express Route Direct because they wanted um, you know what's called MaxSec and and we could do that you know in Express Route Direct and so we had a lot of of FinServe customers that were not going to continue doing just the traditional Express Route via partner connectivity model but they wanted to do Express Route Direct and a lot of people don't really think about connectivity in a security sense but you 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 have to because you're not secure if you don't address that initial you know that connection or that how you're doing an express route is a dedicated private service and so having something like that gives you you know a bigger pipe you go up to uh, 100 gigs um, you know with express route direct but it also, you know, gets you like that that connection to Microsoft, and so that starts your security journey right there, right? That's that's one of the base things before you get into the other things about, you know, securing your servers or securing these things. You got to secure that connection. And the bigger pipe often means that you need to have more security. Oh yeah, because you're gonna be putting more down there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No doubt. Absolutely. Right, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. Kevin, I'm a big time nerd. You know, I've been around for a long time, but I got to ask Mac MacSec. I mean, that's not a term that I'm familiar with. It's it's an end to end security um, process, right? So so it helps to control, um, you know, communication between connected devices uh, um, okay. at a high level. But it's a it's a it's a security profile that. A lot of our customers 
adopted because of rulings. So that's where it, it comes into like, you know, when you're doing your assessment and your compliance, you're going to want to make sure that you understand the the legal uh, requirements and, you know, talk to your to your compliance folks so that you understand like what type of security, you know, you have to have. Right. Yeah. That's actually something I was talking to someone else earlier about today. We were talking about how security, you know, we say think security first. Obviously, you don't want to leave it out, but but not not even so much in the vein of that you're going to leave it out or that you're going to forget about it. But I was thinking about it, you know, if you don't start some processes early that you're going to then end up delaying this really cool project that you want to do, you know, you, whatever you, you have project XYZ, it's going to do, you know, this whiz bang cool AI generated type thing. Uh, but you didn't think about compliance controls until about three months in. And then next thing you know, you're talking to yes. those folks about that. And they're like, yeah, we got to walk through all of those controls one by one. And there's 1200 of them. That's one of the big things that we saw was I, I, I think about it like this. You you have to talk about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you can do it early and, you know, have like a, a slight, you know, additional planning that you need to do. Or if you wait and you don't talk about it and you wait till it, you know, it's going to come talk looking for you, um, that's going to take twice as long sometimes even even three times as long sometimes it'll stall your entire process so what i mean by that is when a customer addresses it early and asks those questions and starts in the planning process there's typically a separate conversation then that will start while you're talking about your workload and your migration so they're they're almost like two you know they branch off and there's two conversations happening there's conversations with the networking teams and with the security teams. And then there's conversations with the workload teams about, you know, well, what is my AVS environment going to be? Or what does my AVD environment look like? And you're going to talk about all those things. They're going to join back together as you get to the next stage. So as, as we look at it, you know, in our process, it's that, that listen and consult. And then, you know, we get into like the next stages, which are more of like, defining what you're going to do and implementing it. And then it gets to, you know, the end of it where you're going to really start implementing and putting things in place. Those early conversations splitting off like that help you to, to kind of keep going in full motion. Now, if you only go and you have that conversation where it's just workload, 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 and I'm not addressing networking and security, what typically happens and what we've seen in several cases is Further down the line, once you get to that, okay, we're ready to go. We're going to start implementing. We're going to start the migration. Boom, everything stalls. Because somebody's going to say, well, are we connecting? Do we have enough, we have enough bandwidth? What's the security protocols? What are what are we using? Did you guys know we needed to use MaxSec? Did you realize we needed, you know, these are our compliance rules. Has anybody talked about that? Um, and so everything just stops. So you're, kind of you're, stuck, you're like now kind of because you you end up being the bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you got exactly. all this innovation uh, with the workloads and 
all the excitement, and then you got to come in and say, well, okay, wait a minute, here's the reality. Um, we've got these rules and regulations that we need to address. Right. Uh, and then do we also have the networking and security in place to be able to, to implement it? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, things like, like, you know, we talked about a little bit, and we, you had asked, like, what is MAGSEC? You know, it's Media Access Control Security, right? So when I mentioned about, like, knowing your standards, knowing your compliance and the things that you have to do, right? That's a an IEEE standard that your networking team is going to know about. They're going to know like what we need to do um, because that's going to help, you know, between com communication between two devices, regardless of the uh, number of of intervening devices or networks. So they're they're going to they're going to know that conversation. Whereas a workload person might not know that. Right, your your AVD person not probably going to know like, hey, we need to do this, or this is our some of our compliance rules, or you know, here's the things that we need to follow, and and that's not any fault of them, but but that's why having those conversations early, setting up, you know, that way, um, it really helps people out uh, to be able to kind of keep things moving and keep it flowing, and then you don't have to have a bad guy, you don't have to have somebody that has to stall. Nobody wants to be the bad guy, right? Right. <laughs> From a global standpoint, you've got we've got a lot of you know customers that are have a global footprint. When you talk about compliance and regulations, does that make it even more complex when you're dealing with those multi-level corporations? For sure. For sure. Yeah, because you know if you're if you're in the United States versus you know the even the European the GDPR, um, and, and just just different. I would say even just not even compliant. Sometimes it's compliance, but sometimes it's just also how do they operate? So, so that's where like one of the other key things that we we always call out is, is educating and empowering, you know, your your stakeholders. So your, your success and what you're going to do for your migration is going to be dependent on on awareness. You know, don't do things in a silo. Think about like all the stakeholders and the teams that really need to hear the messaging, that need to to hear what the options are, and to be able to tell you, well, hold on, this is how we do it. You know, this is our approach. And then, you know, they the customer teams can work it out and figure out like what they need to do. Um, but you can also that helps you if you're a customer. Fostering that education and that empowerment just really helps you, you know, to really start to build that that culture of security. So as Bill mentioned at the onset, um, it needs to be everybody, right? It's so important to us all. And and the more that we can collaborate, the more that we can, you know, have security teams talking to the to the business stakeholders, um, you know, and encouraging like. Here's, this is how we do things. What do you got? You know, what do you need? How do you want to view that? Um, and, and we have a lot of stuff. So we have, you know, documentation and cloud architecture framework uh, for Microsoft. You know, there's training, there's Azure Academy, there's, um, you know, different communities that you could join. There's this wonderful podcast that I know of um, called Azure to the Core. Um, I hear it is things. pretty awesome, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the more we we talk and build that community, the better off we all are, honestly. 
Hey, uh, I'll take part. Um, so how much is that relevant though for external audience because it's going out to both? Hmm? Any of the things that you mentioned there? Oh, would yeah, you, would you describe it differently? Yeah, yeah. So so we have we have resources for, for customers as well, right? So cloud architecture framework is is for everybody. Um, and that that can be a, a very detailed explanation. It also will have reference architectures. It will have, you know, best practices, and and then there's there's um, other, you know our documentation site just in general. So the Azure documentation site. So these are all for everyone. Um, you know, there's the Microsoft certifications um, that we have that that customers can can you know build off. Uh, build their 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 Azure knowledge on and um, partners too. Mm -hmm. Customers, partners. You know, there's well architected framework. Um, there's a lot of resources. It, the thing that it takes, quite honestly, is is some time, and and I think a, a joint um, a joint togetherness with you know the customer, the partner, the Microsoft accounting. Say okay. Point me in the direction where I can get these answers, where I can get this guidance, where I see the industry standards. And that's what our teams should be able to provide, you know, to each customer. Because ultimately, because there's so many different things that vary, um, we can't necessarily always just give you the answer of like, hey, go, yeah, just go do this. Um, what helps is when we could give you the documentation, we can give you the reference architectures, we can give you the best practices. And then a customer and a partner can talk to each other and use the resources and engage, you know, the different stakeholders and then come back and say, okay, we like these three options, but here's the questions or, but we want to do it this way, you know, and, and that really helps because it's not just, you know, you're not getting a singular approach from a Microsoft expert going saying, oh, just go do this. Um, it's really like, hey, fit this, you know, these are the best practices. Fit these within, you know, your 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 migration strategy and across your stakeholders and across your teams. And your team is working on speaking of bringing all this stuff together. You, one of our producer, our producer Sally, one of her favorite things is recipes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Talked a little talked a little bit about before we went on the air uh, about this recipe book idea. So. Uh, tell us, tell us a little bit about that. What Just do, in time for the holidays. What do you got cooking for the holidays? Exactly. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It was, um, that was a really good, uh, conversation. So we, we are, our team, our global black belt team is, is looking to develop, um, what we're calling, uh, recipes, right? Security, uh, networking, uh, networking security recipes. And, and what it is, is think about the ingredients. So the ingredients in a recipe, you know, things, it's gonna be things like uh, firewall and DDoS and, you know, Azure Firewall, Azure DDoS, it's gonna be, you know, Defender for cloud, it's gonna be Defender for storage. So, you know, from a migration perspective, you know, I would say like the recipe is, is the ingredients rather are like, Defender for SQL, Defender for Server, Defender for Storage, you know, Defender for Cloud, Azure Firewall, DDoS, Express Route Direct, potentially uh, VWAN, right? And those are your ingredients. So now how do you put them together? 
So mm-hmm. that's that's then when we think about the chefs or the cooks, you know, you have a chef. So so we think about like uh, a Microsoft expert um, being, you know, sort of the the chef directing the kitchen, right? And and it's up to them to have the sous chefs and the you know the other folks. So if you think about, you know, from a customer, the app admin, the DB admin, you know, the the people who are are going to be putting these things together. It's going to be the partner. It's going to be the technical specialist on the Microsoft team. And and you're going to take that and then we're going to build out, you know, the take that and make have that recipe. So here's how you do it. And we would use things like cloud architecture framework and well-adopted framework and and pull from those the reference architectures, the key things to know so that when you just want like, hey, just just tell me at a high level, like what do I need to make my my migration secure? Um, because we often ask, like, is your migration really secure? And so, you know, you can answer and say, well, I don't know. Well, what what's the recipe? What would I need to do that? Well, here you go. Here's the things. Nice. And so now let us help you cook that up and and serve it. That's very cool. And where are people going to be able to access this from? Where where's where's it going? <laughs> Well, it's out on the interweb in somewhere. Yes, we're we're doing some. We're going to be doing some video series. We're going to be okay. doing. Uh, so it'll be be public. We'll have it on you know our LinkedIn profiles. We'll have it. Nice. Um, be sharing it out. Like I think there was talk of a YouTube channel, but I'm not a hundred percent. But we'll be getting it out like um, primarily like a lot of our GBBs share things via their LinkedIn profiles and then even like in GitHub. So we'll probably have. That'll be like the primary areas where we'll share those out. That's cool. We can tag and add it into this episode info. Sure. Yeah, as well. There's all For the resources sure. that go along with this episode package when when they when they're when they're out. Absolutely. Cool. That makes a lot of sense in trying to make it a little bit more bite-sized and and digestible. Uh, it can can it can be pretty overwhelming to know where to start and how to keep up with it we that's that's been the case honestly with networking for so long um and and when security comes into the mix and now that we're, we're working together it can it can scare people and and i get it right being a former customer being a former partner i i understand when you just throw all these things at me or I hear about something and I want to, you know, just go do it. Um, and I don't have the full picture. Um, or if I'm a, a somebody that's relatively new to the space, like that wasn't my specialty. So that's where, where we try to reach people because we do a really good job and our teams do, our GBB teams and, and CSA teams and folks, fast track can go really deep if they need to. Oftentimes what we find is that that's the scary part and that's where people just, they don't want to talk about it. So, so you get to remember what I referenced earlier in the, in the thing where they, they, you mentioned networking security and somebody in the early on in the listen and consult phase and somebody just goes, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that later. And then it just goes workload, workload, workload. We avoid it. And then you're going to get stalled. And so with the approach that we're taking sort of all up with with networking and security and, and everything that we're doing with that foundational approach 
is let's talk about it early. Let's get that out there and let's make it less scary. Because if you know you have to reach out to, if you're a customer and you realize like, oh, well, my partner's going to help do this for me, or I need to pull in my my information security person and my DevOps person and my you know DB person, um, then that helps you to to kind of make it less scary because it's not all on your shoulders to carry all that stuff around. So that's that's where we try to make it, and we call it like simplify the complex. Um, I love that's that. That's what we're really pushing for. Good skill. I like it. Kevin, I can't believe how quickly uh, we blew through our time. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have spent so much time uh, jockeying around beforehand, but no, I was just going to say, uh, this is just the tip of the iceberg on yes. this conversation, right? You're actually going to come back. You're going to bring uh, some appetizer. more. Yeah, this appetizer. Is an appetizer. appetizer. There's some more depth, <laughs> like some main course coming here. I know yes. this is really interesting. Uh teaser but kind of tell us about what's what's coming up what can we yeah. expect in this we're going to do a part two maybe a part two and a part three i don't know absolutely absolutely okay. so a couple a couple of things that we we want to do so we want to take this high level and you're going to digest it as a listener and you're going to say okay so let's go a little deeper let's figure out you know what are the things that i should be thinking about and why should i be thinking about them and then we're going to bring in a couple uh, GBBs. We're going to have a security GBB, and we're going to have a networking uh, GBB, and they're going to tell you the you know the whys and the the hows of things like Azure Firewall and DDoS and uh, Defender and and those types of things and and the best practices for that. And then potentially for a part three, what I was thinking is let's bring in some of our workload people as well and talk about it from from the workload perspective right so when i'm thinking about it from avs when i'm thinking about it from avd um, my general migration approach you know what are some of the common themes uh that that customers uh, are, are asking us and you know how can we again kind of bring that together and simplify it for you as a listener um, to be able to bring it to fruition in your environment awesome i can't wait for the next one <laughs> Me neither. I'm not even going to say goodbye. No, uh -uh. Let's not even Just stay with us, Kevin. Stay with us. Yeah, yeah let's not even sign off. Mm -hmm. Honestly. Absolutely. And hey, I'll put that out there to the listener. If you're out there and you want us to hurry up and get to these next parts, let us let us know in the comments. Hit us up on LinkedIn yes. or whatever platform that you're listening to this on. You know, like Kevin said, your whole team, you and your whole team, you're all you're, you guys are all really active on LinkedIn across your Across yeah. your team and org so and i know that shelly and i are too so let us know yeah let us know we want to hear Absolutely. from you yeah, cool. please do all right well thank you kevin thank you it's always a pleasure talking with you all i always appreciate the the opportunity and um you know thanks for all that you do to support us and to help customers and partners and you know microsoft folks um, know all these resources that are out there. You you all do an amazing job, and I'm forever thankful. Well, we try. We'll see you for part two. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. Thank you, everyone.